Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. And so while you're there, 
learn more about me and the work that I'm doing around the world. I founded an organization over a decade ago called Jamel Sanders International, which essentially exists to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential through capacity-building systems and programs. And to this end, JSI essentially exists um, to bring solutions to world problems and to raise up the next change makers and playmakers that will impact history. We are a leading leadership empowerment firm, uh, consulting, advising, and working with people around the world to develop and sharpen their leadership edge so that they can make an indelible mark in the world. So you can find out more about my work there. You can also find out the links to all of my social media platforms. Um, Facebook, Twitter, everything is there. I think the only one not listed is TikTok, which I believe is at official Jamel Sanders. And our TikTok community is growing, is getting more comments, is getting more traction, so I'm excited about that. I would love to connect with you. Send us a message. Reach out to us or even tweet us or send us something on Facebook and use the hashtag Jamel Show. We love to hear how the method of empowerment is impacting your life and doing life with you. So definitely reach out to us so that we can better connect with you in the days and the weeks to come. I also want to take a moment and recommend two quick resources to you. I have written nine books, and there are two in particular that I like to talk about, but you can find all of my books online. Um, The two that I want to mention really quickly is Significance, number one, and for those of you that have followed my work for any length of time, you've heard me talk extensively about identity. Identity is one of those inexhaustible topics. It's something that no matter what keynote I've given over the years, something around identity has come up. And what I discovered is that no matter how long the keynote was, I never had enough time to excavate and extrapolate um, everything that I wanted to around identity. So I said, I'm going to write a book. And so I released the book. Um, It is my eighth book, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World That Discounts Your Difference. In this book, I really delve deep into my personal journey and story and the lessons that I've learned along the way to get to a place of wholeness and freedom and significance in my life. I believe that every person on this planet is searching for worth and value. And because so many people are suffering from an identity crisis, we often look to insufficient and artificial places to give us that sense of validation and value and worth. And so uh, through my life and journey, I kind of share with you my process of going from uh, powerless to a place of understanding your personal power and owning that power. And so this book is powerful because it takes you through my journey. It takes you through the inner workings of what it takes to get to a place of wholeness and identity and value and knowing your worth as a human being, as well as taking your personal power back owning your power, and awakening to the significance of what your life was intended to be. And so each chapter has what I call worth-building exercises to help you reinforce the content so that you can do the inner work that is so necessary to getting to wholeness in your life. There are so many people in the world suffering from an identity crisis, and all that we externally is simply a signpost of the deep, dysfunction and breakdown that is taking place in your soul. And so this book is helping you 
do the work to get to a place of wholeness and meaning and value in your life. It will challenge your assumptions, your fears. It will confront your insecurities, affirm your words, help you to unlock your true identity and take possession of your personal power. Again, I've heard so many stories from around the world of people whose lives have been impacted and transformed and changed by this book. And it's not just me throwing out information. It's actually giving you the tools to do the work so that you can get to that place of wholeness and freedom in your life. And then my latest release, um, Honor, the Law That Governs Greatness, is my ninth book, uh, which has been getting a lot of attention because of an interview I did for a Charisma Podcast Network. And then there was an article featured about my book on Charisma Magazine as well. And so Honor is a book that just really, really will resonate. It's going to be timeless because every person faces that decision of how do we move from potentiality into power. And what I've discovered from over 30 years of personal work and years of working and advising and helping leaders around the world is that we get from potentiality to power through a process called prophetic development. And so honor is simply a prophetic development workbook. And so in this book, each chapter walks you through the process of going from simply being a person with potential to being a person of power and influence in the world. This book addresses the great breakdown that I have seen in leadership globally. It doesn't matter what part of the world you live in. It doesn't matter what continent you're on. This is something that has plagued leadership for generations. And if we can address this principle and law of honor, we can not only heal the great divide in leadership, but we can restore the foundation of leadership to a place of strength and power in the world. I believe that this book, Honor, is the blueprint for transformational leadership in the 21st century. It was my understanding of this law of honor, this principle that not only transformed my life, but revolutionized the way that I look at leadership. It changed the trajectory of my life. It changed the perception of the relationships in my life. It changed the value of different relationships. It changed the dynamics of relationships, and it changed how I led and how I served. And it has been one of the greatest contributors to my success. And so I wanted to write about this book because I see so many individuals, they're either power-hungry or ego-driven or, you know, all of those different things, the pride, the arrogance, you know, we all see it in leadership. And it is destroying the foundation of leadership around the world. And I wanted to show people that there's a better way. There's a better way to rise to the top. There's a better way to rise to your greatest potential and to be a significant contributor to the trajectory of humanity, and we do that principle of honor. And so I hope you'll get a copy of this book. It is an answer to the challenges of leadership in our time. It will confront your uh, assumptions. It will help you count up the cost. And most of all, it will empower you to cultivate your leadership potential. And so you can get a copy of Honor through Amazon, uh, Kindle, Nook, and most major book 
sellers have access to this book. I hope that you will get a copy. If you are a manager, get a copy for your department. If you're a CEO, I would get a copy for my entire organization because if your organization will utilize this principle, not only will you see your revenues rise astronomically, but you will see the productivity and the capacity of your leadership in your organization revolutionized to a level that you would not believe. This principle holds the key to the preservation of leadership in the 21st century. And so I hope you'll get a copy of Honor. Uh, listen to the interview. You can find the interview on my social media. You can find it on, you can also get it through my Instagram, a link tree with all of my interviews are there. It talks a little more about the principle of honor. I believe that this principle in this book will revolutionize your life. And to every person that has read and supported honor, thank you so much for believing in the book, for supporting the book, and for leaving your reviews and letting me know how the book has resonated with you. Before we take a very quick break, I want to do something, and I don't always do it, but it's something I'm trying to remember to do with the podcast. Many of you have been listening to this podcast for a decade. Some of you are new listeners, maybe some of you are listening for the first time, but for those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a number of years and you know that you've benefited from it, you've gotten value out of it, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go to um, Apple iTunes, and I want you to consider leaving a review for the Jamel Sanders Show. Why do I want you to do this? First of all, I'm the type of person, if something is good, I don't want to keep it to myself. I want to share it with all the people, important people in my life. And so if you've gotten value out of this podcast, I have a small ask of you today, and that is to go there, leave a review, or whatever platform you listen on, if you have the capacity to leave a review, leave a review so that more people can find out about the Jamel Sanders podcast. The other reason I want you to do it is because I want to hear how the message of empowerment is resonating with you. So many people listen to podcasts and tune in to things, and they get value out of it, but they never take the time to share what they received. And so I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how the message of empowerment has impacted you and resonated with you and how we can better serve you and do life with you in the days to come. So that's a very small ask. Go to iTunes, leave a review so that more people can find out about it. And then it helps us. It helps us to get more in terms of traction, more attention, numbers-wise, it helps in a tremendous way, and it's a really small ask. So I hope that you will uh, take that time and do that and share how you benefited from this podcast. What I want to do real quick is take a quick break, and I want to jump into this topic, which is going to be really good. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world.
All right. Welcome back. So today we're talking about living on mission, and I'm, I want to kind of give you the backdrop of why we're talking about this today. Uh, some of you know that just a few days ago I celebrated another birthday, and anybody that knows me knows that this time of the year is always a very uh, important time because it's a time that I really take for reflection. It's a time that I take to reflect on my life, to reflect on my journey, on my decisions, on the progress I'm making, on my goals, on everything. It's just a great time to do some introspection about life as you approach another year. And so on uh, Thursday, I celebrated another wonderful birthday and so grateful for another year of life and the opportunity to live out my purpose and to make an impact. And one of the things that was so overwhelming and humbling to me on Thursday was to see the not only the amount but the quality of of, of the responses across social media, text messages, direct messages, you name it, that came in from all around the world, not just a few friends and family, but globally of the impact that my life and work has had on people around the world. And, of course, the gifts are great and, you know, all of the things that come with your birthday are great. But the thing that really resonates with me is to hear um, the personal insights and stories of people around the world that have been so touched and impacted and transformed um, through my life and through the work that I'm doing. And one of the things that really astounded me is that you just don't know the level of impact that you're having on people's lives. And so I think the thing that was so profoundly moving and humbling for me this week was to see the magnitude of the impact that my life has been able to have on so many people's lives, even without me even knowing it. And, you know, I think back on this journey and I think about the initial call to start an organization, to do a work that would allow me to empower people to fulfill their purpose and realize their greatest potential. I think about the magnitude of that assignment for someone that was so young and feeling overwhelmed and feeling inadequate and insufficient and not enough and not capable of doing it because it just seems so large and you're trying to figure out how are you going to do this and, you know, you don't feel like you have all of the necessary parts and components to get it done, but yet and still believing in a vision so much and daring to take a risk and to do it anyway and, you know, for those of you that have read my autobiography, it has not been an easy journey. You know, there are people that will look up and see you um, in magazines or see you on television, and they will assume that this was an overnight thing. And I tell people that I am a three-decade success story. This is not something that just happened. This did not just happen in my business. My business has gone through a lot. My business has almost collapsed multiple times. Uh, failed over and over again, have been laughed at and mocked, have been called too ambitious and a dreamer, and, you know, you should consider doing something else. You name it, I've heard all of those things. And so 
in 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 the natural you know really i probably should have just given up on it and walked away and done something differently but to see it standing all of these years later and not just standing but to see um, the level of media exposure and i mean from everything from the huffington post to um, you know, addicted to because some of the biggest media outlets in the world, and not just the biggest media outlets, but to be respected as a highly sought-after thought leader in so many different realms is just absolutely amazing. Because I remember the time when I would write or speak about something and nobody was really listening. And so to see what it has evolved into today is just absolutely amazing. And so as I've been really in a reflective type of mode for the last few weeks, really, to be honest with you. Um, I want to talk with you for just a few moments about living your life on mission. I believe that so many people in the world are so miserable, and they're miserable because they're living their lives without a mission. The scripture says that where there is no vision, where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. I know what the news says. I know what the media says. I mean, people will say that people are products of their environment or products of their circumstances or prisoners of their condition. But what I really believe to be true and what I've said for decades now is that I believe that many people are suffering from an absence of vision. And the absence of vision will always create an absence of value in your life. I want you to write that down. The absence of vision will always create an absence of value in your life. And so when I look around the world, I see so many people that are living their lives without a sense of vision. And when you don't have a vision, there's this absence of value, there's this absence of worth, and we begin to go through life as creatures of habit. We begin to go through life as products of circumstances. Circumstances. We begin to be labeled by our environments and defined by our limitations, and everything about our lives begins to be the antithesis of what we were created and destined to be. And so what I want to do is I want to, through everything that I do, whether it's a podcast, it's a book, whether it's a live event, whether somebody hears me give a keynote at a presentation, I want to get the world back to a sense of mission. I want us to stop mimicking what we see other people do because mimicking is the proof that a person does not understand their mission. When you know what you have been called and destined to do, you don't have to compete with anybody. You don't have to compare yourself with anybody. All you have to do is have the courage to be who you were born to be. And so I believe that one of the most important questions we can ask in our lives is do I possess the bravery to be who I was created and born to be? Because if you're going to be everything that God has intended and predestined for your life to be, it's going to take bravery for you to do it. I want you to understand that you are not a mistake. You are not an afterthought. You are not your failures. You are the intention of God in your lifetime and generation. There is something that has already been etched and engineered by eternity for your life to take place in this dimension called time of great significance that is not only supposed to impact your life and your family, but affect generations to come as a result of it. What I want you to do, I want you to find that thing, and I want you to devote yourself wholeheartedly, unashamedly to that thing and to give it every ounce that you've got. 
because that thing is your mission, that thing is your purpose, that thing is your assignment. It is the thing that you have been created and predestined to do even before the foundation of the world. It's the thing that comes naturally to you and difficult to other people. It is your purpose. It is your assignment. And when you find that thing, you will go from a miserable life to a mission-based life, and you will begin to live your life on mission. I believe that one of the reasons so many people are so unfulfilled and so unhappy in their lives is because they are living off-brand and off-mission. They are copying and mimicking what other people are doing. And copying and mimicking is a cancer to your capacity for greatness. I want you to write that down. Copying and mimicking is a cancer to your capacity for greatness. You have been born an individual. You are a divine intention of God in your lifetime and generation. Not only are you a divine intention of God in your lifetime and generation, but you are an instrument of change in your lifetime and generation. That means that you don't have time to acquiesce to situations and circumstances. You don't have the time to have a pity party and to feel sorry for yourself and to wallow in your misery and to tell your sad story. There is something significant that you have been created to do with your life. And every day you are not living on mission. You are wasting your life. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your energy. You are wasting your resources. You are wasting the gift of 24 hours when you are not using it in the direction of your destiny and your future. Your life follows your dominant thought. Your life follows your dominant concentration. Your life follows your energy. Your life follows your investment. What are you investing your life in? A lot of people are investing their lives in nothingness. And nothingness will produce a return of nothingness. We are always investing in something, and there is never a season of your life that you are not investing yourself in something. Did you get that? We are always investing in something, and there is never a season of your life that you are not investing in something. So don't tell me that you're just swaying around and you're going to figure it out, and one day you're going to just come into your purpose. No, you got to pursue your purpose relentlessly and hunt it down, stalk it until that thing becomes a manifested reality in your life. I'm talking like this today because I'm talking to somebody. I don't know who you are. I don't know what part of the world you're in. I don't know what you're going through in your life. But I want you to know that you were made for more and that you have been created and destined for greatness. There is something in you that is trying to get out and express itself in your generation. There is something in you that holds the key to transformation of cities, communities, nations, governments, generations. It's waiting on expression, and it's waiting for you to give it the permission to rise to its ultimate level so that you can be that great change agent and impactor in your lifetime and generation. I believe that it is absolutely essential that we live our lives on mission and on brand. There are a lot of people in the world today that are simply robots. They are simply clones of what somebody else is doing. What I've discovered is that the world does not need clones. The world needs originals. And clones are unnecessary. If there's two of us, doing the exact same thing in the exact same way, and everything is exactly 
exactly a copy of what the other person is doing. Something becomes absolutely unnecessary. In other words, I want you to find your uniqueness. I want you to find your sweet spot. I want you to find your place of significance. Understand your value and package that value in such a way that you can serve the world in your lifetime and generation. I don't know what that assignment may be. You may be called to the arena of science or technology. You may be called to the world of education. You may be called to the political arena. You may be called to the faith arena. You may be called to be a minister of the gospel or someone that intercedes for the gospel to go around the world. You may be called to be a missionary or an evangelist. You may be called to be the next scientist, the next technologist, the next innovator, the next disruptor, the next change agent, the next planet shaker. Whatever it is that you have been called and destined to do, it's time to get up, get moving, start doing what you were created to do. I don't know why I'm saying this with such a passion and an urgency today, but I want us all to know that time is not on our side. The only thing on your side right now is the moment that you have. The thing that is on your side right now is your energy. It is your mind. It is your will. It is your capacity, and if you will use what you have with the moment that you have, you can master this moment and you can maximize your greatest potential. So many people are waiting for all of the pieces to come together. They want perfection before they take action. Did you get that? They want perfection before they take action. But the reality is that the world can benefit and improve greatly from your imperfection. I want you to write that down. The world can benefit greatly and improve greatly from your imperfection. And what you're waiting to be perfected in, somebody else is already executing and making progress on, and you're making excuses and excuses ultimately drive the expiration of your potential because inaction is a down payment on a future season of regretting your life, and you don't have time to be regretting life. You were created to maximize life, to live life to the fullest, to reach your full potential, to serve your generation in a significant and an impactful way, and so it's time for you to get going in the direction of your destiny. I know when I say this, some people cringe because they begin to tell themselves all of the reasons why they can't, but what I know from personal experience is that all you need is the one reason why you can, and that can alter everything about your world. All you need is the one reason why you can, and that will alter everything about your world. All you need is one reason why you can, and that can alter everything about your world, what you affirm, you activate, and you actualize in your life. And so you can keep affirming your excuses, or you can affirm your destiny, your assignment, and you can begin to move toward it. Now, as I started this 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 talk today, I told you that when I started, it didn't look anything like it looks today. I didn't have the resources, I didn't have the connections, I didn't have the platform, I didn't even have all of the necessary components for it to even begin to take shape to the level that God intended for it to take shape. But there was one thing that I had, and that was the willingness to take imperfect action in the direction of God's intention for my life. Greatness begins 
with the courage to take imperfect action in the direction of God's intention for your life. I want to pause for a moment, and I want to ask you a question. Do you want greatness or do you want mediocrity? Do you want to rise to the level of your potential or do you want to live in the realm of mediocrity? Because it begins with you having the courage to take imperfect action in the direction of God's intention for your life. There is nothing God designed that he designed without intention. I want you to write that down. There is nothing God designed that was designed without intention. That means that if you are alive on this planet, Earth, if you are breathing God's air, he has an intention for your life. He has a purpose for your life. He has a meaning for your life. And that hole that fills the souls of so many people in the world so deeply is that longing for a sense of value and worth and to rise to the level of your potential. It is the whispers of eternity telling you that you were made for so much more than an ordinary life. You've been created to live an extraordinary life. You are not just created to exist, but you were created to thrive. You were created to prosper, and you were created to dominate this thing called life. Life was never intended to be on top of you. You were intended to be on top of life. That is what I call a dominator and what I have coined as a domineer. Not only am I a thought leader, not only am I a change agent, not only am I a kingdom influencer, but I am a domineer. That means that I have the innovative ability of God to take what he has given me and to dominate with it in my lifetime and generation. I don't need what you have. I don't need what the neighbor has. I don't need what the person across the road has. All I need is the courage to take imperfect action in the direction of God's intention for my life. I didn't see it then, but I said, yes, I'm moving in the direction of his intention, and the rest is history. As I took action, guess what? Things came together. Partnerships were formed relationships were formed, a podcast was created, people began to connect, and a global community was born with people all around the world. Now, I'm not just a dreamer with a vision in his heart. I'm a respected thought leader around the world. And people from all parts of this world seek out my advice and my wisdom. Why? Because I was willing to take action in the direction of God's intention for my life. I'm saying all of that to say it won't be perfect. Everything won't be the way you want it to be. But you cannot allow that to be the excuse for you not taking the action in the direction of your mission and vision in life. It's not going to look great. I look back on some of the earlier things and I cringe because the recovering perfectionist in me said it was absolutely horrible. But you know what? At the time, doing what could be done with the resources that I had at my disposal, and I did it to the best of my ability. And because I didn't give up in that moment, guess what? I can now smile and I can see the progression of not giving up and staying the course and staying committed to my vision even when other people didn't believe it. I think about the moment where I almost totally walked away from um, Jamel Sanders International and I almost just said, forget it. 
and a close friend from many years ago reached out to me at that time, and they said, I don't know what this is that's trying to discourage you, but you are doing absolutely what you should be doing with your life, and you need to think long and hard about this decision. And if you've read my autobiography, Unbreakable, I go deep, deep into that story, and I don't even have the time here to really excavate it to that magnitude. But after that conversation, something clicked. And it was like, either you're going to go all in and do this, or you're going to walk away. And when I had that moment, that epiphany, that awakening moment in my life, it changed everything. Things began to come together. Um, All of these big media outlets, television, things that I never imagined possible began to happen when I went all the way in. See, if you're going to fulfill your destiny, you can't do it half-heartedly. Anything that you do half-heartedly will give birth to hopelessness in your life and despair and despondency. And so you have to go all in. It requires your full self. Your future cannot manifest without your full self. And so you got to be all the way in. You can't put a little bit in and a little bit out and I'm just going to see. No, you have to go all the way in on your destiny. And as I went all the way in, things began to happen. Media began. In fact, things began to happen that I didn't even have to pursue. In in the beginning stages, it was me trying to make all of these things happen. But as I went all in and I yielded to the intention of God, the mission of God for my life, things began to find me. I didn't have to look for opportunities. Media opportunities found me. All types of relationships found me. Things just began to come together. And that's how I knew I was operating in my place of assignment because all of the other things that I have intended to do and tried to do, they were not successful. But when I began to line up with that assignment, it's as if everything in this universe conspired for my prosperity. So things begin to come together, books begin to come together, projects begin to come together, networks begin to come together. Everything just begin to take off. And where at one season you'd be like, oh, please let this work, please let somebody pay attention to it. I didn't even have to do that anymore. It just began to happen organically because I was operating in that place of assignment. And so I know that the most important thing you can do in your life is live your life on mission. And in order to live your life on mission, you have to lay down your agenda. Your agenda has to die in order for you to awaken to the greatness of what your life was intended to be. And as long as you continue to persist with your plan and your agenda and what you want to do, you're going to move further and further away from the purpose that God intended for your life. And not only do you have to be willing to let your agenda go, you have to be willing to align with God's agenda for your life. What I have discovered is that when you align with your assignment, every association needed to aid your destiny will be attracted to you. So there was a season where I thought if I could play the chess pieces, all of these things would begin to happen and come together. But when you get into the proper placement and you're in your prophetic grid, all of those things begin to be prophetically, magnetically attracted to you. And you don't have to begin to seek them out. They'll begin to seek you. I always tell people that everything that you're looking for is looking for you. 
everything that you desire is desiring you, and everything that you want to attract into your life is attracted to you. The only problem is that those things can't find you because you're not in the proper alignment. And so you have to let your agenda die. You have to get in proper alignment, and then you got to do this important thing. you got to begin to awaken to your potential. It's one thing to let your agenda go. It's another thing to align. you got to awaken to your potential. That means that you got to realize what you're capable of and that you're capable of so much more than you think you are. And if you will stop accepting mediocrity, you can raise the standard on your on your performance and you can achieve incredible things in your lifetime and your generation. So you gotta awaken to your potential. And then after you awaken to your potential, you gotta be willing to actively pursue your development. You gotta actively pursue your best. So we talked about letting your agenda die, aligning properly, awakening to your potential, and then you have got to aggressively pursue your development. Your development is the critical component that will move you from potentiality into power. And without development, your potential will always stay in seed form. The problem with seed form potential is that seed form potential cannot serve the world. Seed form potential cannot even serve you. A seed has to be cultivated, has to be nurtured, it has to be developed so that that seed can reach its full potential. And so your development is your responsibility. It's not anybody else's responsibility. It's not anybody else's assignment. You have to develop. And let me say this. You don't develop simply because you get older. You don't develop simply because you get information. You get developed because you are intentional about growing and developing. And development is something you have to do every single day. You never stop developing. No matter how high you go or what you think you've mastered, you are never above development. As long as you are breathing, as long as you are on this planet, you will always have the need for development. And if you don't make development a priority in your life, your destiny will never manifest. I want you to get that. If you don't make development a priority in your life, your destiny will never manifest, and you will live an unfulfilled existence. You will go to the grave with unrealized potential and untapped possibilities for your life, and there's nothing more tragic than that. So we talked about letting your agenda die, aligning, awakening you to your potential, aggressively pursuing your development, and then the other piece of living on mission. You have got to operate and understand the power of authenticity and it being the only preserver. You have to understand that authenticity is the only preserver of your mission, of your value, of your message. And so you can spend your life, because I watch people all the time, simply comic, uh, copying and duplicating what everybody else is doing. What I've learned is that duplicates die, but originals multiply. And so duplicates, nobody remembers the duplicate, nobody remembers the copy, but the original will multiply, and generation after generation will be strengthened, empowered, and challenged to go deeper and to pursue new levels of greatness by the original. And so you need to be an original. Be authentic. Take the time to develop. 
if you would develop your difference will become an edge in your life and your difference will set you apart in the world. So make the time to develop. You don't need to be like anybody else. You don't need to follow what everybody else is doing. You need the courage to take imperfect action in the direction of God's intention for your life. Authenticity is the preserver. And so as you are crafting your life mission, make sure that you are crafting that mission in an authentic way. What am I saying? You don't need to sound like anybody else. You don't need to mimic. You don't need to manipulate. You don't need to coerce. You don't need to try to negotiate. You just need to show up as your authentic self and do it the way God told you to do it. So many times we're trying to study every model and example of how everybody else is doing something. When God is saying, won't you do it in the authentic way that I have created you to do it? It doesn't need to be like everybody else. It doesn't have to be conventional. It just has to be what you have been created and destined to do, and do that with all of your might and to the best of your ability. That is living life at its best, and that is going to produce significance. It's going to produce satisfaction and fulfillment, and most of all, it's going to produce a legacy. It's going to create something that will live well beyond you and your lifetime and your generation. In a world of copies, have the courage to be an authentic original. Authenticity will take you a lot further. Like I said, copies die, originals multiply. But even more than that, authenticity will cause your life to become invaluable. And when you become invaluable, you make a profound impact on the world that can never be erased. I want you to live your life on mission, on brand, and to live out the greatness that you've been created and intended for. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. Get busy doing your mission, fulfilling the thing that you were created for. I'll talk to you again soon. Be blessed.